They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash I mean these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked We're the winners of the future, not a slave to the past You said we never ever make it, and I'm saying you lied Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe Your invoice has been processed, bring me my money, don't hide Don't play with me, I'm kingdom and I'm outside Hey Tweety, what are you drinking over there? How's it went? all right guys so you caught us we are drinking our favorite coffee and that is hustle blends coffee hustle blends coffee is curated for visionaries um high performing people executors all of the above and we want to share this coffee with you so we have recently launched our coffee in a cold brew that's right packaged up just for you it could be delivered to your door anytime you want it to be delivered so while you're working on building that billion dollar plan and you're already getting your services from renown.tech go ahead and throw back a shot of coffee that is hustle blends shop hustle blends at www.hustleblends with a z Dot com coffee and jesus all day baby what's up nieces and nephews it is your favorite rich auntie problematic patty and we are back for episode 17 that is correct episode 17 uncle t's in the house the treacherous one <laughs> million dollar conversations podcast if you happen to stumble upon this uh, if you happen to stumble upon a, a pause i really want to say a pause so bad if you happen to stumble across this podcast it's not by accident you are tuning into a podcast that is 100 one authentically shared between two people who love each other love the lord and love to just talk about things of value today we are going to talk about the same thing we always talk about right which is faith business relationships and everything in between and of course at the end of the podcast we're gonna add a little tax for you because y'all don't pay your bills they don't why why and today we're gonna insert our patreon link so um those of y'all who do pay your invoices reparations can go ahead and you know be properly rewarded so today we're gonna start the podcast the podcast the podcast off like a british accent there i don't know podcast a man say um, we're going to start it off a little differently today because I realized that a lot of people who listen to our podcast um, actually don't know us um, That's a great in thing. real life. Yeah. So um, they may know us literally from this podcast. Like they the the bulk of what they know about us is probably what they hear us talk about. And then there's um, some people who do know us who listen to the podcast. But just to get some conversation started between us with just some fun questions, we're going to play a little game of this or that. Also known as would you rather. All right. So I have five questions. Well, there's really six. Let's do six. Just for y'all. Let's and maybe add another one, a seven, a spontaneous one that we come up with. Okay. Okay. So um, Tweety and I are going to kind of go back and forth. We're both going to answer the questions. Um, and this is what's going to happen. Okay. So my first question for Tweety. Would you rather never get a haircut again or smell like a three-hour hoop session and never have a chance to take a shower? For life? For life. Never get a haircut again. Oh, praise God. I can't stand Nobody, smells. I, I would hope. Like, I can't stand smells. How you going to look fresh and stink? So what you going to do since you ain't going to get no haircut? I mean, free forming locks. I mean, Stevie Wonder is still holding on to the three locks he got. So Shout I mean, out to Stevie Wonder. Look, I can do something life. with what I got going on. All, All right. right. Your turn. Uh, number two, no internet or no air conditioning. Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have to be no internet for me, dog. No yeah, internet. Yeah, knowing you, absolutely. I, yeah, I can't. That's... If I'm hot, I'm. I feel so helpless. Like <laughs> I can't go to hell for that reason alone. That's I like a non-negotiable for you. I, no. Yeah, yeah. All right, Tweety. No TV or no social media. Take away the TV. No TV. Really? Yeah. Because I feel like I could catch everything I need on social media. TV kind of gets like the. I mean, I could go to the movies. Mm. You know, I, I can that. watch a movie on my phone, okay, on the tablet, on the computer. I feel that I'm gonna say no TV. I mean, I'm gonna say no social media. Actually, um, I actually, huh? yeah, I don't know. There's something to me, I guess, in this moment of my life that feels quite blissful 
um, being detached from social media and just like kind of catching up on other things in life. Because I think that sometimes the introduction of social media kind of like let us not experience so much life. So not the TV is life, but like, you know, catching up on good movies without checking my phone all the time and stuff like that. Well, I get it. I get it. All right. Your is this turn. My, my question? Yeah, this is this is your, uh, you're right. Yeah, is it? I don't know. I'm gonna ask it. Okay, go ahead. All right. Roaches or bed bugs? Roaches. I can't say neither one confidently. I can say confidently roaches because this one thing, a roach is not gonna suck my blood while I'm asleep. Mm. You know, a roach is not gonna reproduce to the fact I can't even see him. But I feel like when it comes to um, <laughs> you know, the roaches just turn the lights on and there they go. I don't know. And then you can kill them a lot better. No, you can't bugs. kill roaches like come what. to stay. Okay, okay. Let me let me break it down to you. Oh Cause I've gosh. experienced both oh my at, in my lifetime. Ah So terrible. <clears throat> excuse me. I when it came to roaches, you can always get medicine. You can um <laughs> There's different things that you. Why can did do. you say medicine? Like that's what I, I don't know. Like medicine. why did you say medicine? <laughs> the cure. <laughs> the cure for roaches. We're taking the roach hospital over here. <laughs> uh, anyways, but like when it came to roaches, it's, it was like you can actually do something about getting rid of them. Which sometimes it's clutter, it's dirt, it's food. So like getting rid of roaches is less of a feat. You can burn a bed bug and it can still be alive. <laughs> yeah. How are you supposed to beat that? Yeah, and lay eggs. Right. I don't know. I can't say either one confidently. Um, I feel if like if there was a third option, like the if you need to you... take a leg or something for me, I probably would be more willing. Because, like, one, roaches are a clear sign of filth. Like, ain't no roaches in no clean house. Unless, like, uh, well, if you stay in an apartment, then sometimes, like, you know, if you got a neighbor... That's a little nasty. Right, right. You know, they come through the walls and stuff like that. But I mean, roaches are just like, they come and like they come to stay. Like, even if you think you got rid of them, they're coming back. So I just don't know about roaches. And like, they in your food. They Some of them live in the refrigerator. Like, it's just too much. If you take, it's too much. If you take the proper precautions, first of all, you can't be have, hosting no decade old roaches. I mean, at that point, <laughs> you'd be you bothering them. <laughs> you in their house. <laughs> but big bugs, they don't just come out of nowhere. Yeah, like, somebody brings them in. Yeah, you had you went to good. But you can have a clean house with bed bugs in it. Can you? If somebody okay, if somebody left their house and they had bed bugs and they sit on your couch and you get bed Tell bugs. Tell me why. When people get bed bugs, it takes like a month for them to figure out, oh, those are those bites on my bed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man, that's what you know, and it's not the top hey, if you okay. experienced it is Let's keep it moving. We're going to move on. All right. All right. All right. All right. You got the next one. Uh, the next one is music or podcast. Um, while working out, uh, I actually prefer podcasts. Over music? Uh-huh. Bump the podcast. Ah, we got one, but I need the music. <laughs> really? Like, forget the podcast because I feel like I can talk to myself. I can talk to people. Yeah. I can have conversations. I feel like we naturally have these conversations yeah, in person. Right. So, like. Hearing somebody else is like, well, I could just meet you. I could just see on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many different ways. We've put the term podcast, which is really uh, recorded conversations, right. as a exclusive thing. When you don't realize you have a podcast every time you get in the car, which is a significant one. Right. True. Like, it's just a conversation. We just happen to be recorded. Yeah, I mean, I like my fair share of music, too. I think that sometimes to be stimulated, like, if I'm on, like, that leg of... Um, I like the idea of being like a fly on the wall, you know, so like some conversations, like I'm pretty sure like our podcast or other podcasts kind of like give you insight on just like what people are thinking or what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like it's not in an intense workout that I would, of course, like be putting on a podcast. But for the rest of your life, you will not be able to listen to music. No, 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 no. Have- I would need my music. I would need my music. Okay. But I'm saying like if I'm in the middle of like my fifth mile walking I'm going to put on a podcast. You want to hear blabber? Like, just people just talking to you. But sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's insightful. Oh, you get lost in it. Yeah, like, you get, like, you kind of lose it. Like, 
at the end of a song, I'm like, dang, I still got the rest of this mile to go. Boy, I'll be putting And it in has some. to keep up the tempo. Like, honestly, I believe that music playlists, when you're doing workouts, have to be in a particular order. Well, we talked about this. I love making playlists, which we, we coming up with something new soon. Soon, soon come. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I like making playlists to working out, to chilling, to studying. Um, because I feel like w- we've talked about this before. I that we live on beats per minute. Everybody has their BPM. Right, right, right. Their natural just rhythm that they flow in. And I mm-hmm. couldn't do that with a podcast. I don't mm-hmm. care who it was. It could mm-hmm. be Barack Obama podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not gonna be like, oh man, like this jamming today. Like yeah. I'm gonna need my music. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um it's your turn. Uh is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um iced coffee or hot uh hot coffee. Hustle blends coffee effect. Give me, give me the hot coffee, the hot hustle blends coffee. Give me shot collar as hot as you can get it. In the past, when I wasn't a, a connoisseur like I mm-hmm. am now, mm-hmm. I would have said iced coffee because I felt like you know it's a lot smoother to take. It's less acidic, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like to me, like the sipping on hot coffee, taking your time drinking it. Working at the same it's time, the real aficionado, right? You know, you gotta Ice have coffee's it. coffee's a little trendy, right? Especially like a like an espresso, mm-hmm. man. Give me that right there, mm-hmm. you know, because it's it's not a lot, but it packs a punch. All right. The last question. Oh, okay. You want to take a, a dig at it? You want me to go? You got it. All right. So, um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay. No car. Uh-uh. <laughs> or what? Or free... Free bus ride. No, no I don't like that Tweety, one. what? No, no, no. Why are you like this? I, I'm trying to think. I'm not very good on my toes. Anyways, we're gonna, that's all y'all get. Six. Keep it moving. No, no, no. I like where you were going with this. So no car mm. or... Five roommates. Okay, okay, okay. I got, I got one. Okay. No car uh-huh. or a free Uber ride for the rest of your life. That doesn't. Or, or a, car, are... a car. A car. Uh-huh. Having having a car or a free Uber pass for the rest of your life. Not just any Uber. Not just like the regular Uber. You could get like Uber Deluxe or whatever. They I'm got still nowadays. not overly comfortable with Uber. Um, so like it's not one of those like oh I'm out let me call an Uber like I'm well the, so that's not a well, number seven was a fail keep let's keep all righty thank you Tweety for coming out <laughs> we appreciate you yeah. we're gonna cash up you your prize don't worry about checking it so um wow. <laughs> guys we're gonna go into the business conversation so we've had a lot of different conversations this week just about different things. Um, be it like our business and some things like, you know, we may notice in um, other businesses that we patronize and things like that. And so we um, have been growing our business. And so we've been talking. Y'all are the first ones to know about this. We've been talking about possibly. Um, I mean, Twitty, do you want to tell them? Go ahead. No, no, you tell them. No, you tell them. No, you tell them. You tell them. They no. need to hear this. No, tell them. You started it. Go ahead, tell them. Tell them, Twitter. Be like Soldier Boy and tell them. <laughs> that was funny. Now we've been talking about um, actually trying to uh, get someone else on the team for Hustle Blends, um, to yes, just sir. to help us, you know, manage orders and um, just different things like that. So we've actually kind of come to that place where we're like, okay, we have to define roles in our business because mm. for so long it was like, oh. You do this, I do this. Right. And we thought we could function um, at that level consistently for a lot longer than, you know, than we anticipated. But now it's like, well, we we, we have to stop cutting the corners and actually get immediate help. Yeah. For the orders that are coming in for um, different things in our business and actually grooming somebody who's going to be a permanent husband's employee for the future as well. And so we're growing a lot in leadership with just learning because, I mean, I think leadership, I think the easiest part about it is that it looks easy. But I think that, you know, having Mm -hmm. to understand um, what your leadership looks like, you know, not blurring the lines between, um, you know, if we happen to know the person 
and you know things like that and um just really making sure that we see the vision we have the vision established the person that comes on would know the mission statement and everything like that and also creating those systems that work it's a lot of different things much like probably the people who are listening to us right now have a lot of different things going on a lot of different commitments so how do you sit how do you make systems for that I think you make a system based off of what your your model is. Mm -hmm. That's something that we have to learn as we grew. Mm -hmm. As you grow in your business, you're realizing that a system has to be put in place to replicate a result. And a lot of times people Things just don't happen. Right. You just don't randomly get orders. You just don't randomly grow a podcast. Like there's actually logs in the fire that you have to put to keep the fire burning. And you don't look up on it either. Right. Yeah. I um, I posted this on my Instagram. I was like, opportunities are for those who are seeking them. Right. A lot of people, they think that opportunity just randomly you were sleeping Mm -hmm. and the opportunity came and knocked at your door. Mm -hmm. No, it's for those who are constantly working and, and, and just clocking in to their vision, clocking into the master plan who are going to see the fullness of it by an opportunity coming that was presented to them. Mm -hmm. Not, not meaning that you have to say yes to the opportunity, but Mm -hmm. it has been presented to you. So how do you even know what's in front of you if you don't really know the, the systems for people to go through what email are they sending it to is it your personal email right. is it your business email just something so simple like that could really hinder your business right and i think that sometimes we get really consumed in like the busier i am means the more productive i am nope. the more i'm running around the more i'm doing this i'm doing that the more people that are calling my phone look i we learned a minute ago like, we don't want people just calling us all the time saying, hey, I want coffee. Like, there's a system to go through. It's not that we don't want you calling us, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a system to go through. You know right. what I mean? Right, you don't go to Walmart and go through the self-checkout and you're like, hey, I put the $20 on the table. Like, that should cover what I just bought. No, you actually have to put it in the machine. There's a process and a system for it that they've right. created. Right. Without that system, anybody be like, I'll sell you my bill. I'll sell you my bill. Right. I'll do this, you know, uh, through Cash App. And it's like, no, like you have to create the system of how your customers are going to function mm-hmm. as they're getting your product, as they're getting your service. You're creating a system to make life easier for you. Right. And so I think that sometimes the getting caught up in the hustle. Um, of things can really make you feel like you're doing a lot more than what you're doing. Um, and I, I don't want to be distracted by illusions of like, oh, I'm busy, so I'm doing this. I'm busy, so I'm doing that. Um, I mean, I think creating systems has actually freed up a lot of our time, too, because it's like, well, shoot, like we took care of that already. Right. And or you could, we set up something to take care of. Right, that. right. And you could do so much when you create a system because you can jump on, you can put on different hats because now you can even, that's why we're looking for an employee. We know exactly where we're trying to go in the next two years. Mm -hmm. We know exactly where we're going to go in the next five years. Mm -hmm. So it's not a happenstance when we get there. Mm -hmm. Like, oh man, would you have thought Mm -hmm. we'd be here? No, you planned on it. You worked towards it. You have the foresight. I would have never thought personally a, a year and some change into having hustle blends, we'd get an employee. That's just my thought. Mm-hmm. But like seeing how God is moving things and he's been able to bless us and give us an abundance. I'm like, wow, like without the system, you know, mentality or this creating a system to uh, uh, house help, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, we wouldn't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And in the past, it's like you thought it was just a simple thing. Just, you know, you get anybody do a hiring process. No, like vetting somebody that you can trust Mm -hmm. with a vision, with a plan is something that you really have to be on in agreement with. Mm -hmm. And I I feel like in this season, we're really learning what exactly are we looking for in this employee? What does the employee sound like? What Mm -hmm. does the employee talk like? What does our leadership look like? Right. How clear and concise can we be in their job description? Mm -hmm. So I think it's, it's, it's a major milestone, but I know it's going to take a lot of um, great leadership Mm-hmm. in the right direction on what their job is and how for them to perform it. And I believe that we're equipped for that now due to um, working in those roles already. I, right. I can't tell you what to do if I've not done it before. Right. Being able to pr- uh, properly articulate what that is, you know, instead of delegating things to people and saying, like, hey, go do this. And, and them having to understand the why. So, Tweety. Mm-hmm. This is kind of, you know, getting me into um, 
a conversation that you and I had the other day, and this is a sliding into our faith topic a little bit about just being lukewarm as a Christian. Um, there's a lot of it, it, there's a lot going on in life. And um, I always see this meme about like, you know, what what chapter of Revelations are we in now? Like, where are we in it? Because we're clearly in it. And so, um, of course, we know that that God is coming back for a bride um, without a spot or a wrinkle. And so there's some things that, you know, it seems like within our community of being Christians, we can tend to point out a lot of things within each other um, instead of, you know, building certain things up that we can build up. And so in the spirit of, Hmm. and let me see, I don't know what, what or how I'm trying to say it. Um, but I definitely know, and I've called out myself a few times on lukewarm, being lukewarm in certain areas. There are certain things I don't play about. And then there are certain things that like I've wrestled in my spirit about when it came to like, Oh my gosh, like, I want to watch this show. Just can I, can I watch this show? And a lot of my issue has been for a minute, like I've never felt young. (laughs) Like I I can just admit that. Like, I don't think I've, I've had that experience where I'm like, man, I don't always feel like I'm in my twenties. I always feel like I'm older or I always feel like I have, you know, certain responsibilities that make me feel older or the fact that people are older than me and calling me ma'am. Like sometimes I just want to like, just feel young for a second and in different ways that is compromised. Um, my walk because I haven't always wanted to feel like oh well, we know the we know we know the Christian ladies in the room and so <laughs> yeah. I never denied Christ right, in front right, of anyone right. never denied Christ in front of anyone and I won't um, and I've never denied my walk in front of anyone but um, there are just certain things that I have a natural appeal to. Um, you know, like good movies or good shows, I mean, or good music that I'm just like, oh yeah, that's a good song, blah, 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 blah. That's a good song to work out to. Um, and so where are we with lukewarm Christians? Should we be calling each other out on being lukewarm? Um, should we be calling ourselves out on being lukewarm? And I mean, what do we do with it? You always want to start off with the self-assessment of you. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And how are you bringing this lukewarm person who may just be you mm-hmm. f- at first into knowing uh, the truth of who God is? Mm-hmm. I believe that as Christians um, and also some people in the world, we make exceptions to what we see mm-hmm. and how we see it. Yeah. Because if I saw a movie and it had a sex scene, mm-hmm. it, it, it it's not porn. I mean, it's it's. The selective thinking mm-hmm. that we have towards certain thing, mm-hmm. uh, certain things, makes us makes our mind uh, lie to ourselves that you know what I can curb that appetite. Mm-hmm. You know I'm grown enough to see it but not feel it, mm-hmm. see it but not experience it, mm-hmm. or have a lustful thought. Mm-hmm. How do you know? Because just because it hasn't sprouted up and you don't mean it, it's not going to sprout out six months after you watched it. Yeah. You know, and I use that as an example because the lukewarmness comes in that I could rebuke it out of somebody else and say, that's an addiction. They got blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pull it out. Yeah. Just a month ago, I was, or just yesterday, I was watching X, Y, and Z on HBO. Right. I was doing this on Amazon Prime. I, and, yeah. and it was it was so innocent. It was just a movie. How could I know when it starts off, what does it say? Rated R mm-hmm. for mature audiences has this. Like they never lie. Like it never like it's never like you were watching a movie like, oh my God, my eyes. Yeah. You knew what you were it's signing up for. It's not deception. <laughs> yeah. You chose to subscribe to it. Right. So a lot of it is rebuking all of that out of you first before you can start doing it in other people's lives. And a lot of things can like really, um, and I'm learning this because I think that sometimes we do see the innocence and the fun of, oh man, that's like, you know, it's a show. I remember one time, <laughs> all right, y'all, y'all about to know my business for a second. So I think like a few years ago, uh, I was watching Love and Hip Hop in one room and Tweety was in the bedroom and I was watching like hours of it. Like I was like binging it because I think I'd missed a lot of the season. And Love and Hip Hop, I never advocate for it. It is what it is. It's trash TV. 
it's ratchetry, it's foolishness. And in my mind, my justification was like, oh, this is for a good laugh. Um, and cause you know, the characters are some characters, but like, won't you know that like that night, uh, I was just talking to Tweety and I just started popping off. Like I was just like, like I had like issues with him. Like he had just like, you know, ran out on me and got a baby or something. Like, like there was actually an issue and there wasn't. There was absolutely no issue. Right. There was nothing like that I could even stand on as far as being mad. Like the trash was taken out, the bed was made. Like it wasn't nothing to beat. Like even if you wanted to like nitpick at something, there was nothing to do it. But I realized those seeds were planting in me and I just felt away. I felt away because I had just been feeding myself that for so long. I think when it comes to being lukewarm and being Christian, like that to specify that particular area of my life does not necessarily make me a whole lukewarm Christian. Right. That is a particular area that I'm aware of that I can, that I've submitted to Christ and that I'm working towards um, and not just making excuses about like, oh, well, I just watch it because ain't nothing else to watch. Like, nah, you know, like at this point, it's you been revealed to you. Yeah. At this point, you've been, you know, like it'd be different if you were ignorant about it, but you're not, you know, so I, I think that sometimes we can tend to look at an angle of somebody because I'm not with with the only person I'm with all the time is Tweety. That's it, and I'm not with him when he goes to the bathroom. I'm not with him when I leave and go somewhere, or when he leaves and goes somewhere. Like there's times when we are apart, and so obviously, like I can't watch his every move. He can't watch my every move, but. Even then, it would be very difficult for me to say that he's lukewarm altogether. I may see areas that he's struggling in or may see areas that he that he, you know, needs to take back to in submission to Christ. But like it doesn't altogether make his witness any less potent. Right. But let's hear what what God says about lukewarmness Mm -hmm. or a lukewarm Christian, you may say. Um, In Revelation 3, verse 15, it says, I know your deeds that are neither cold, invigorating, refreshing, nor hot, healing, therapeutic. Mm-hmm. I wish that you were cold or hot. Right. It's not like God is. If if you hear that right, which is all in, all out. Yeah. It's like I just wish you 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 state what side you own. Yeah. So because you are lukewarm, mm-hmm. spiritually useless. Spiritually useless. That's. That's what it said in the word. Ooh. It's the amplified. Ouch. I love it. I love how it says spiritually useless mm-hmm. and neither hot nor cold. I will not spit you out. I will vomit you mm. out of my mouth. Mm. There's extra stuff that be coming with vomit, not just water. Yeah. It's like there's more Acid. stuff that you've been taking in yes. in order for you to get to that place where he has to spit you out. Oh, You're lukewarm in more than one area. So a lukewarm Christian looks like not just one area. It looks like a whole bunch of areas where you know you're lukewarm. And it gets to the point where God is like, you are just completely warm. Mm -hmm. There Mm -hmm. is no gray. Like you are completely gray. Mm -hmm. And there's no there's no black and there's no white Mm -hmm. in the color that that you're choosing. You're just choosing the middle ground. I think what I so to go back, I'm going to recant a second Um, to go back. I believe that we should never be comfortable. And when you recognize a lukewarm area of your life, we should never be comfortable in it. Like, well, I'm just working on it. I'm just this and that. Because I don't want anybody to mistake what I just said. Um, I want to be very clear that I believe that instead of just pointing out what I, what my stance was, instead of pointing out, well, this person just, just posted about this show and this person just, you know, listens to this music. I don't know. I see them in praise and worship on Sunday and they don't be doing that. You know, instead of doing that, because that draws division and you are also, I mean, like you might got a log in your eyes, sis, and you looking at the speck in somebody else's instead of that, recognize areas in our life that need submission and areas in our life that need to be brought back to the throne room of grace, you know, so that we can get those things right. Because there may be an area that you are struggling and it's looking a little gray. It's looking a little blurry. The clouds is out, (laughs) you know, so we want to make sure that we are examining ourselves and our hearts um, specifically and especially when we are throwing, you know, certain accusations on other people because the bride is the body. And the right. body is everybody. Right. Preach. And I'm, I'm going to end it with this. If you jump to verse 20, it, it really speaks to what we're living in right now. Mm-hmm. It says, behold, 
This is this is God talking. When it's in red, it's God. It's coming straight <laughs> from him. Yeah. Behold, I stand at the door of the church and continue, continually knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, restore him, mm-hmm. and he with me. He who, he who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God, I will grant to him the privilege to sit beside me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down beside my father on his throne. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, look, if you with me, claim me. <laughs> right. Like, say I'm with Jesus. Right. Like, you know, don't 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 do the whole Peter thing, you know, when, when Jesus is about to get crucified, it's like him? I don't know nothing about him. I'm right. on this movement. Right. I'm on that movement. I, I mean, we we get so divided when God is saying, like, if you wanna not get caught in this lukewarmness that's going on right now in the world, mm-hmm. stick to me. Mm-hmm. Stick to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, that's an important thing as we mentioned lukewarmness, because I don't want you to make an idol out of seeing other people in lukewarm areas, including yourself. Yeah. I want you to advance Absolutely. past that. Absolutely. I want you to see it and make a change. Yeah. A change could be for either cold or hot. God got to take you cold. If yes. that's where you at, he yes. knows what to do with that. Yes. Yeah. Because at that point, it's easy to rebuke somebody. It's easier to rebuke somebody who says, I don't believe mm-hmm. compared to somebody who says, I believe, but, but their actions don't yeah. really line up to a believer. Right. So that's the point God is making. Like, you need to stop confusing the people who are believers by yeah. saying you're a believer and your life is is contrary to, to, to Christ's life. Right. And that's not to mean that you're not going to go through changes. Measured by the standard of the word. Right. For sure. So I think it's important that when we are claiming Christ, we know what that really looks like and what that means. Mm-hmm. So when we say we're Christian, but we are bending and we're folding to certain things that we see, yeah. that's an area that is more than just lukewarm. We're just saying, I'm cold. Mm-hmm. I think we're past that because it's not the first time we did that. Mm-hmm. So we're just digesting all these lukewarm, warm thoughts yeah. on I'm in the world. I'm in the word. I'm in the world. I mean, we all, I speak for myself. I, I've done that before. You know, I think it's also extremely important to realize that we do not go to the church of people. We mm. do not go to the church of, you know, we are to love people and we are to um, especially uphold God's people to the standard of Christ and what um, he's told us to do while here on earth. Um, but I think it's also important to know that you don't have to bend and and just try to appease those in front of you. There are some people that may bring some some suggestions to your door, but I also believe it's very important to take what you what you are standing in need of to Christ and ask God to assess you. You know, and those areas that do need those fine tuning and the areas that do need to be changed, shifted, and all the way thrown away. Um, Because sometimes a lot of people will see the action or the mistake, but they don't see you repent. Mm -hmm. And then when you come back with changed behavior, they're questioning the changed behavior instead of what you did before. You know what I mean? Like, I know what she did before was fact. Like, that that's where she at. Like, if she was talking about somebody yesterday, that's just where she at. And then she come back the next day saying, hey, you know, I I really ain't trying to gossip. I really ain't trying. Like, I I think we could talk about other things than people. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh, okay, so what you on today? You know, like, holding people to the standard of you should always be in the area you're struggling in. That's unfair. That's not Christ-like. Right, right. I think the most important thing is to stand on the word. Mm-hmm. My standard is not your sentiment. It's mm-hmm. not your opinion. Yes. It's not what you thought. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not what I thought. My sen- my sentiment is on the word. My yeah. revel- The revelation I get is not through Twitty thinking on Twitty thoughts. Because yeah. that's going to lead him to destruction. Right. It's going to lead him to a, a, a place of the world. Right. But if I'm starting, to, if I continuously am thinking about what God said about me Mm -hmm. and I'm reading on how to apply all these things in my life. Well, I can say bump your opinion. We could take it to something I I believe in. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to stand on the word Mm -hmm. because it's a standard. Mm -hmm. When you remove the standard, we can have conversations for years (laughs) about the same thing. And we both might be right and wrong in different areas. But I am standing on, what the word of God says. Absolutely. And I know that um, 
what's wrong is wrong based on the word. Mm -hmm. What is right is right based on the word. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to debate with you. I think we all just try to become debaters. Yeah, we want to be right. Yeah, and CNN reporters. Right. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, even they're wrong. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That's what we're learning is like people are wrong. The things that you had so much confidence in. Think about in 2001, 2002, 2003, the reputable uh, nature of saying the word CNN. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's it's you know, it's almost like what we now consider BBC News. Yeah, true. Which is now more reputable because it's consistent and it's not. In biased. a way, it's not biased yeah. because it's presenting you world news. This is what's happening. Right, right. But right. things change over time. Right. So the reason we're touching on this um, in the faith topic, um, there's an urgency, y'all. Like, people of God, there is an urgency to... <sighs> we don't got a lot of time. Like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and break down the book of Revelations because to be all the way um, raw with you, like, I'm going through it. Like, I'm going through it to understand and to to really get an alignment because um if you cannot tell just we can't even tell what season it is outside it's too much going on it's too much for this to all feel coincidental right. it's not um there's a there's a freaking virus that like has people out in in <laughs> driving in their cars with masks and gloves on like it's a lot going on there's senseless killings there's there's people just I mean, it's crazy. It's I don't I don't have to tell y'all how crazy our world is because right. I'm pretty sure from your standard and your standpoint in life, you can also agree that it is. So what we are saying is, to the people of God is that this is not the time and we got to get in alignment and there's no more play play. We got to go ahead and do what we have to do. Before we switch to their favorite you know, part of the podcast, the yes. relationship, I just wanted to touch on this last thing about um, faith and about um just what God had revealed to me as you were talking is that if we're considering this a crazy time, could you believe uh, or could you find yourself in in the place of uh, the Israelites when they're being freed from Egypt and there's locusts in the land? Man. Could you find yourself where the the Red Sea turns into blood? Mm-hmm. You know, blood red. Yeah. To to where the firstborns of mm-hmm. the elect, the leaders in that land, yeah. die. Can you find yourself in that place to where all these things are happening? Mm. I think that's more of a crazy yeah, time if you ask that is, me. That is. It's, this is crazy time in our lifetime. Right. But what I'm saying, I don't even think it's a crazy time in our lifetime compared to those who lived. Well, I don't think it's overall in the timeline of life ever existing the craziest time Mm -hmm. a crazy time is the time of noah to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) when there's lawlessness everywhere a crazy time is sodom and gomorrah yeah you know a a crazy time to me like i feel like we're not even we haven't even ushered in into the 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 church being persecuted Mm -hmm. yet Mm -hmm. and we are trembling we are fearful like (laughs) have you missed a meal yet True. With all the problems you could think about, just think about this. Have <laughs> you missed a meal yet? Do wow. you know somebody who has missed a meal yet? We'll wait. And the thing is, <laughs> chances are that there's actually real issues and real topics that you forget when you're so busy engulfed in what's going on in your front line. Yeah. True. Those those kids in Africa is still true. needing donations. True. The, the, the kids in Asia, they're yeah. still imagine now the extreme poverty that just goes into like unheard of territory mm-hmm. because there is no aid mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, no resources, no resources. So I'm telling you, like we have a lot of battles to fight as believers. And one of them is not to debate with the world. Yeah, they're going to do what they do. Right. We just got to be on our post. Fight. Right. Yeah. But we can't waver in our belief right now. That's all I had to say about that. Let's jump into the relationship topic. Roaches. They're running. <laughs> just playing. <laughs> Y'all, we ain't got no roaches. <laughs> I was trying to make it light because I do know we got real serious. But, I mean, that's how serious we take um, just this walk that we we go on. We're, you know, but this walk that we have with Christ. And also just um, we want to see all souls. Just return back now to Christ. Now you got folks think we got roaches up in here. We ain't, do not have roaches, I ain't guys. Seen one I don't in play like decades. that. I don't like roommates. 
Never have. Mm-hmm. They're very silent, too. Like, they... Tweety. Assassins. All right. Tweety, lead us into the relationship conversation. All right. So, relationship topics. You know, today we're going to talk about just things that people are currently going through. You know, uh, the, the pick me season. Oh, okay. What's you know? the pick me? Uh, 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 pick me season is like, you know, like I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to be wifed up. I'm ready to be, you know, the husband of your dreams. Bay is here. Uh-huh. All, all these ideals that we put in front of people. I've got my ducks in a row. We're just I'm doing ready. enough to get wifed or hubs up. Right. Can you make, the question I have for you, Patrice, is can you make someone want to marry you? You can't make nobody do nothing. That's what the old folks say. You can't make nobody do nothing, but I do understand. I don't necessarily condone or agree with, but I do understand the, you know, it's not hard and we ain't got to scroll too long to see somebody post a picture of food and be like, oh, somebody needs to wife me. Like, why you got to be wife? Because you know how to cook. You need to learn how to cook. Everybody, male and female, needs to know how to cook because you got to eat. It's a survival It's instinct. a survival tip. Like, it's that. It has never been. Oh, my house clean. Somebody oh. better wife me. Your house supposed to be clean. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> they don't get no, who look at me, I mow the lawn. You supposed to. So, I don't think it's, I didn't, I didn't marry you because you were the husband type okay that's gonna sound bad but I'm going somewhere with it like the husband type like you weren't trying to be I don't want you to play a role this is not an audition just be who you are just be who you are because that's if I'm marrying you that's who I'm gonna see people are not looking at marriage as a commitment they're looking at it as a thing to accomplish or a thing to it's like a status right I've accomplished it I'm married now. Look at me. So every picture you post is gonna be with your ring. So I Can we debunk something really quickly? Yes. Um, I think that people tend to believe that marriage is a status. And while it 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 is partly, um, the other half of it is that people tend to believe that because you are married, you have like achieved this this mega prize. Um, and you are at the top tier of life. Like you are at the top of the You're food winning. chain. Yeah. And so I want to debunk that because one, I don't want to discourage anybody who wants to get married because marriage is amazing. It's a sleepover every day with your best friend and you should do it God's way. That is my <laughs> very, uh, it's the truth. It's it, in yeah. the word. It's in the word. But the other half of that is like just because you get married does not mean your issues go away. Your personal issues, the things that you were dealing with before go away. That doesn't mean that. They get magnified. Absolutely. And, and what what God is is doing in marriage is he's combining all those together to make one whole being. Right. In your marriage. It's not about Tweety anymore. It's about Tweety and Patrice. Like, Tweety could be having the best day in the world, but if my wife is not right, the day's ruined. Husbands, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what it is. Let's not act brand new. Oh and gosh. vice versa. Well, uh. you know, y'all be unbothered sometimes, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> His feelings, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> they exist. Oh. I'm playing. I'm playing. I Take kid. I kid. Please stop. Okay. Uh, uh, never call me that. Uh, but... In other news, I, I I come bearing hope. Okay, give us hope. We hope, need some. Hope is that I believe marriage is a status to achieve. I believe that it is something to the right way, biblical mm-hmm. marriage. Okay, um, Let's talk it, about it that. is something that is going to advance you. Mm-hmm. It is. It has benefits. We yeah. can't. You can't give some, tell somebody about the things they're not gonna get in the, when they sign up for a job. Right. Like what you're not gonna get is this discount. Right. What right, you're right, not right, gonna right. get is that. Like no, there are plenty of benefits. You'll for get, sure. You'll get a lot more benefits in in working together and building together and right. and sharing a life together and and creating a world together. Yeah. Into creating life together. Right. Um. Then you will by yourself. Right. And so you see a lot of people who are like, you know, I'm in my bachelor pad, y'all. Come hang out with me. Why do you want us to hang out with you? Because you're lonely. <laughs> no, like seriously, a lot yeah. of men that I've seen in the yeah. past, it's yeah. like they, they act like that's cool, but you're 39, you're 40, yeah. 41. Like it, at some point it becomes a, dang, you always going to be by yourself because you chose 
to live this life, you entertaining so many people, yeah. you can't even keep up with them anymore because your mind gone. Like once you get to a certain place, it's like, man, I missed out on building something with yeah. somebody at a younger age. That now you're you're starting to regret those things. Let me ask you this: Do the pick me's get picked? Somebody picking, but it might not be who you think it's supposed to be. Why do we talk down on the pick me's? What, what's what's wrong? First with the of all, I don't want to name nobody no pick me because it just sounds wrong. It, it really it does do. sound wrong, but it, I mean, I didn't name them that. To be fair, Black right. Twitter did. Okay, so <laughs> I, I'm gonna re- reword what what they. Well, the can pe- you define? Let's define cho- the chose the ones who want to be chose. If you want to be chose, and you saying I pick me, I I want to be chosen to be yours. It's, it's, so I think it's usually used to describe a woman, but it's interesting today because we got a letter from a man, mm. but we're going to get into that in a second. Okay. So the pick me's are usually described as a person who like goes, like if I know you like mashed potatoes for some reason, I'm let's say that every day, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to come to work every day. Let's say you, my coworker and I'm like, Oh, Tweety, I bought you some mashed potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> you, I wife, know you love my, my mashed potatoes. Come up in here and kill both of us. <laughs> I'm not eating yeah, no don't play them games. I'm not eating I'm not the heat at your body if you talk to my husband the wrong way. You understand me? I don't think they're on on the on the line for this. <laughs> Hello? My, my, Hello? You know, nowadays my co- my coworker is me and I'll be downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so are you talking to me? I can't make no potatoes. <laughs> but you know, it's the pick me culture is, you know. Oh man, I know you like the Cowboys. So did you see the game last night? Like, and and so oh, yeah. it's a fine line between being flirtatious, you know. Because I mean, we've even talked about in previous episodes about people shooting their shot. Like, is that wrong? Is that right? You know, you got to get to know somebody somehow. But the pick me culture is like you might not even watch sports, sis. Men do the same thing, so we're not gonna just shoot at women like this. I got some. Okay. Men do this thing to where it's like we'll find out one or two things that you like, and we're always gonna bring up it in conversation. Okay. So it could be like you like a city. Mm-hmm. I know Patrice likes DC, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna start talking about Howard. You know what I'm saying? I'm repping Howard. I'll buy. I'll go buy a shirt that has Howard, knowing that you will comment on that. Mm-hmm. And everything that I do is gonna be to appease. I don't even like any of this. Yeah. But I'm doing it. To attract you. Yeah. But I'm doing it to the point where I'm just thirsty. I think pick me's are. Pick me's are thirsty. About, yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. That's all They're it is. They're not cool with it. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. You, you ain't got no suave with it. You, you, you got to. Man, I think you either know this or you know. It's so in are the you blood. suggesting that, that people stop posting pictures of the food they cook? No, and, I think people need to do whatever. If you want to post your. Because somebody going to like it. You want your burnt food and your burnt stuff posted up or your good food. Yeah, some, it could be looking people, good. I've been seeing a lot of good food. That yeah. is a trait of a wife, though. So when they're saying that. But it's, but it's a trait of a person. But, That's the but thing. Let me, let, let me help you out why they say that. If what you they live say. alone, if, you need to learn how to cook. If you've heard your whole life, the way to a man's stomach, or the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, uh-huh. you're going to say, hey, if I could be a good cook, that's another stripe I can add to my wife bucket to where when he's looking at What are the at traits it, of a good wife, then? The traits of a good wife is one, a wife who fears the Lord. Yes, um, I think you can build anything from there on. If we if, if we can start right there, yeah, we can build anything else. Okay, because at that Good. point, it's not about you appeasing me; it's you appeasing the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're gonna treat me a whole lot better because you're getting directions straight from the source. Amen. Yes. So same thing for a husband. You know the way to oh uh, <laughs> the way to uh, the way to uh, you got me. You okay? I'm fine. Uh, the way to uh, a, a, a woman's heart is also having a man who's consistently after God's heart. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people be looking at some of these pastors the way they do? Mm-hmm. It's because they want the same thing at home. Wow. That's the God. That's the that's honesty. Like they yeah. want the same leadership. They want the same prayer. Mm-hmm. They want the same lay lay your hands on your wife. Mm-hmm. You know, pray over them. Like let them know that you know God has given you authority also to do the same thing. So right. it's like we can't. Um, and I'm only talking about those who are in the wrong when they do this. There's no, no problem 
um, standing on the, the the pastor that God has put over your head. I'm talking mm-hmm. about when you don't understand the mm-hmm. boundary or the relationship that you have mm-hmm. and don't realize you got a pastor who's of your own at yeah. home. Right. They right. just need direction. They just right. need to be taught under yeah. that same pastor. Right. And then you can now fall in line. Mm-hmm. To wherever that belongs. Right. That right. you giving so much burden to a man who's already taken. Yeah. True. To try to clean you up. And nah, go, go to your, your real pastor. Go to your, your pastor of your home. Amen. So men Amen. also have to be in, the, in that position to be able to pray for their wives. Like, it shouldn't be a foreign thing. Mm-hmm. Me praying for you. Like, it's like, we do that all the time. Like, yeah. it, it's not new. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we kind of play the timid role of like, me can I just do it. Mm-hmm. Just pray. Yeah. But yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. What were we talking about? The pygmies. But you you did a beautiful and eloquent job of describing um, that male and females can be pygmies. But that also, it's not necessarily a bad thing to be a pygmy. I think it just gets on the, it, it gets a bad rep because there's nothing wrong with desiring and wanting marriage. Right. There's nothing wrong with that because the hope is that you find somebody else who desires marriage as well. Right. So you know, that's why I don't want to use a derogatory term if that's what, you know. Oh, wait, what? Derogatory. Der- you said derogatory. Oh, I said, I did. My bad. You know, English is my second language. Oh, okay. <laughs> Flex. <laughs> Anyways, you know, you know, we speak it well, baby. Um, but uh, I don't want to use a derogatory term to um, label somebody who feels like, man, I'm just yearning. Yeah. I'm yearning. You should yearn for a marriage, for a man who's going to uh, be there for you. You mm-hmm. should yearn for a woman, a wife who's going to be there for you that you can start a life with. There's nothing wrong with that. I think what we're spe- specifically talking about is like, you're doing too much, sis. You're doing too much. Sit down. You're doing too much, bro. Like, she don't even like you like that. Because then what happens is when you achieve the status of marriage, that's not going to appease you right? at right. that point. So um, we're just definitely encouraging everybody. Um, so we got to, you know, <laughs> my brother's finally pulled up, you know, my bro's pulled up, you know, like <laughs> finally came in with a letter from a man. This is hey, this is beyond me that this stuff is happening. Y'all keep keep coming with the heat. You so, messing with the heat? All right. Um, come on. We got a heat from. Um, we got a what? I, did I say we got a heat? <laughs> <laughs> you got me confused from earlier. Keep right. that up, man. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll talk uh, later. We'll okay. talk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm a 31-year-old man who's been dating online for a little bit. Whenever I come across different women, they're usually looking for a hookup or someone to talk to them. <laughs> but I, a lot, What? But in a lot of conversations, I have been cut short because I let them know I'm actually celibate and waiting for marriage. Good job, bro. That's what I'm talking about. I wish I could go back. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Um, when, <laughs> sorry. Whenever I say this, women either are all over it or completely turned off by it. I've even come across some women who have said I move too slow. My last serious conversation with a woman ended abruptly when I told her I'm still living with my mom because I believe that I needed to save and buy a house for my future family. Man, you go. Uh, Brother, man, I can't lie. It's been interesting weeding out the wheat from the tear, but I'm shocked at how much love I'm not getting. Well, yeah. Uh, women say they want something until it's in their face. I'm just looking for something real. P.S. I pay my invoice every month. <laughs> and we appreciate the paid invoice. So we can't oh, tell man. you enough okay. what it does for us. Okay, bro. Um, I'm going to let you shoot. shoot. Go, go ahead first, please. Uh, okay, let's unpack. Because I'm going to be lengthy. Let's unpack, brother mans. I might have actually needed you to go first because um, okay. there's a, I, I think, yeah, go ahead. Go first. One, I want to congratulate you. It, look, celibacy and 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 just being whole at thirty one, yeah. like it's it's not it's not easy, right? In, in the For words sure. of my dad, it's really not easy. For sure, it's one of those things that you have to be grinding in the Lord, and mm-hmm. it seems like you know a lot of 
the word. Mm-hmm. You know, we tear. I, I, I ran into the lines, man. You you really been paying your invoice? <laughs> like you're not out here playing with right, us. Right. Like this, you see, you're a certified member. That's what we're gonna start doing. We're gonna st- start we're gonna stamp, stamp you. Yeah, certified MDC member right yes, there. Yes. So I want to tell you one congratulations on that too. Um, I feel like you're getting disappointed in the process because you're not receiving the extra love that may come with your saving yourself. Mm-hmm. You're you're not going to get that because you're not really you, getting pet pet on the back. Right. For that. Yeah. So you're actually weeding out the people that you don't need to Which be is with good. when they're saying, "Hey, look, I'm looking for some physical right now." Mm-hmm. Like we we'll talk about the husband stuff later. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that you continue to take your stance. Mm-hmm. Two, I feel like you're approaching it the wrong way because your your question is um, um, women say that they want one something until women say they want something until it's in their face. I'm just looking for something real. Well, you're looking for a woman, mm-hmm. not women. Mm-hmm. So you also have a wrongful intent in a way. Mm-hmm. Deep, 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 down, 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 down in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Of like I can use the fact that I'm celibate. I'm 31. I'm you know I'm living a holy house. life. I'm you know I'm just keeping it real with you, bro. Like we talk. We, listen, you know Patrice here, but she not. So listen oh, to my language. Okay, listen to my lingo. I'm trying to keep you up on game. Help him. Then, Stop too. trying to play game with them too, because your game is like, well, if I tell them this, I'm opening myself up. If I tell them this, I'm being honest. Well, you need to know when to tell somebody something or not. Talk to them. Get to know them. See if they're the kind of girl that's going to try to, you know, do something on the first night. I don't know. Like, and then you're like, you know what? Eh, that does not fit my category. And then start talking more about why you're celibate, not just the fact that you are. I'm celibate right. because I'm saving myself a marriage. Right. Because it's not a selling point. I think that a lot of people, a male and female, can tend to say, like, oh, I'm celibate, I'm abstinent, I'm this, I'm that. And then it's like a selling point. Like, you know, it's it's a great thing. It is a great thing. I won't take anything away from it. But um, like Tweety said, it's important that people know why you are. Um, you also said that um, there are people who want quick hookups and there are people that want to actually get to know you. They want to talk. Um, are you willing to learn about them? Because it sounds like there are some ducks that you have in a row for yourself, but are you willing to get to know someone else? Maybe someone else um, isn't, it doesn't necessarily have the same fine tuning and I'm not encouraging you to be unequally yoked with someone, but you know, it's an opportunity for a conversation to just get to know someone. You, you can definitely weed out the wheat from the tear as far as people who um, want the quick hookups or people who aren't interested in what you have to offer or people who just don't want to be married. Cause it sounds like you are extremely focused on wanting to be married. I do want to touch on the fact that um, you said you want to buy the house for your family. So if you were if you were here, I would ask you, are you buying the house? Is the house bought? Mm. Or are you just thinking about buying the house? <laughs> because that's what a, process are you in? <laughs> what stage of the house buying process are you in? Um We're gonna take it as if he is just for the sake of this. That he is what? He is buying buying the house. Okay, that's a little different. Um because it's not bought, but it's being it's in the process. It's in the process. There's gonna, money there to for, for for the house. Okay, because um I, I think that's cool. Um, that you are wanting to do that. But I also think that sometimes uh, if a woman hears that, <laughs> it can it can do two things. It can like make her feel like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I feel like he already has things set up for me. Um, or it can also um, scare her. Um, but the woman that you're obviously in pursuit of, she would be ready for that. She would be willing to hear that. But also don't rush the marriage process. You made it clear to tell us your age and what you're doing and what you're in pursuit of. And what, and then you're also criticizing um, the dating process saying that you haven't come across anything you like it's yet. It's rough out here. And I'm sure it is rough out there. I'm mm-hmm. sure it is. But at the same time, don't feel like it's old to you because you have things set up. You know what I mean? Like, I believe that you are in a good position to be a husband, but you don't have to be a pick me. 
You know what I mean? Right. You don't have to be like, well, look at, I look, I got it. You know, like get to know these people, get to know these women. There may be a woman you come across, uh, and she already got her house. She ain't thinking about it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just, just get to know people and where they are as well, because you want people to understand where you are. Um, I, I do want to go back to the whole, um, he did state, I want to recant a statement. He did say, um, he lets them know he's celibate and waiting for marriage. Mm-hmm. I commend you because that is biblical. You are you Absolutely. are holding yourself up to a standard. Absolutely, um, and we recognized them for that. I, I, I didn't. I think I didn't say that. in, in at you the did. end of I did. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Bet. Yeah, um, we congratulated him for that. Lastly, when it comes to the hookup people that you meet, you know the women that who do want to hook up. I do agree with your stance on not even going further than Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Because I believe you're tempting yourself. Yes. And what sure. he's trying to say here is I'm not trying to tempt myself. I'm not trying to put myself in the fire yeah. of anything that's going to uh, result in um, marriage not happening, but a kid being created. Right. You know, like any of those, right. any of those, you know, situations. Right. But I think that you need to submit yourself unto the Lord as well. Yeah, for sure. For him to guide you to your wife and not you having to date around to find your wife. Absolutely. And I feel like that's the lie that the world does in their system is that if you date around enough, you'll find the one. Mm -hmm. What if the one has always been there? Mm -hmm. What if the one is going to come into your life, but you need to be placed under God? Right. You You need to to hear from God. You don't need to be placed under a club. You don't need to be placed under a social profile. Right. Those are just what ifs. I'm not yeah. saying that you're not gonna find them on Instagram. I'm not yeah. gonna say. I'm not saying you're not gonna find them on a dating website. Yeah. I'm just saying like you need to be placed under God while you're on there, right? Because there are gonna be temptations. There are gonna be people who are just wanting a hit it and quit it situation mm-hmm. on both ends. Yeah, for sure. So you need to continue to submit yourself unto God, um, hear from Him, and I'm pretty sure we have one of our wonderful listeners out there who is single. And looking, and we'll hit you for up. a husband. <laughs> and I mean, if you want a divine connection, hey, we can always make it happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're praying for you. I hope you found somebody already. But if you haven't, I mean, keep emailing us. We're gonna ask one of the listeners. Maybe they can write a write a letter in. How about that? Yeah. If you're out there and you heard this and you you think this this man sounds like the man of your dreams. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's working on a lot of things. He's putting yeah, he putting some things in place for you, sis, wherever you at. So we need a, you know, maybe we need a picture as you send it to so that we can, you know. Oh, yeah, we can do some matchmaking. Right. Some, yeah. some, some divine matchmaking. And we'll send you the invoice for that as well. Big invoice. There you go. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if it works, a bigger invoice. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just playing. We playing weddings too. All right. We appreciate you. Moving on to ad tax. We need our money, our money, pay me. Not in shillings, not in pesos, not in money, no, cash, dollar. Run me that cash. Benjamins. I said run me that cash. Jacksons. We don't go lower than Jacksons. Run me my blue faces. No, we don't want. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, we do. Yeah, Run yeah. me Stri- my the blue faces. Ones. Yeah, the blue ones. Yeah, you right, you right, you right. All right, y'all. It's time to add tax. We gave him a long one today. Giving you a little bit more than what you came here for, honey, 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 honey. I'll go ahead and leave with add tax today. And um, a question I have to all faith bosses, Christian entrepreneurs, whatever it is, whatever hashtag you're floating under these days is, is God in your business or is your business in God? Um, I think it's extremely important that we ask ourselves these questions because sometimes we think that incorporating God in our business is um, the, the just do that we give God for being Lord and Savior of our life. But it's extremely important that we find our business in God because he is the CEO of our business. He's the CEO of our life. He gives us direction. He tells us how fast to go and where to go with, um, with our speed. So um, ask yourself that question. Is God in my business or is my business in God? And then I got another little shim 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 for y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go to my notes. Um, 
if there's no plan, there's no action. This kind of goes back with our systems conversation we had a little bit earlier. Nothing just happens. Let's not leave everything up to just happenstance or just chance. It's not fair to us. It's not fair to the people who are attached to us. Um, Make sure you make plans. Make sure you detail the things that you want to happen. Not because you're trying to outdo God or outplan God, but it's extremely important that you um, understand the different things that God has set forth in your life already. After you've received the confirmation of your assignment, that you are making plans and then following them up with the action so that you can get where you need to be that's it i love that i love that mine's gonna be very brief um but i think it's impactful for the time that we're living in and it's simply to trust god i mean i was very basic with it but i believe that you can apply that on everything that's some heat trust him in your business Trust him in your marriage. Trust him in your relationship. Trust him to find the husband for you, the wife for you. There's no need to, um, I feel like we expedite things a lot faster than we should. And we end up, we wonder why we end up with the issues that we have. Mm-hmm. That God didn't say he ain't going to give you no husband, but you want a husband so bad you get any kind of husband. Yeah. You know, or any type of wife. Um, so take your time, be patient. Know that God um, is a God who is, he honors, he honors his promises. Mm-hmm. Um, he honors his chosen people. And as you're going about your days, you're going about building your empire, don't forget to holler at God. Yeah, for sure. That's it. We love you guys. We love y'all. It's Pay another episode. Pay your invoice. And also, if you're interested in um, having a question answered, be it business, be it faith, or be it relationships, go ahead and email us at info at hustleblends.com. We'll hit you back with if and when we are going to premiere it on the show. And of course, we keep your identity concealed because we do want to protect you. All right. But we love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Buy some coffee today and love on somebody next to you. Peace. Bye. I'm a renaissance man, I'm a holy roller, Bible told you Christian, I was born to make a difference, did I mention, did I mention, did I mention, run it back. I'm a renaissance man, I'm a holy roller, Bible told you Christian, I was born to make a difference, did I mention, 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 I'm a renaissance man, I'm a holy roller, Bible told you Christian, I was born to make a difference, did I mention, did I mention, hey, did I mention, yeah. did I mention, uh, hey. Tracy by my side like a 45, she a weapon by the way she dressed to kill. I got ammunition, holy scrolls, barely scratch the surface. Put the working out, hustle the muscle, I've been certified. I'm like Samson, but way smarter. I use strategy and wisdom like King Solomon. We rose to the top like geese, we had to settle in. See, this money won't move me, and the drugs won't use me. Anything I do is for the Lord and not the music. Put the Christian first and not last. Even if the music gon' die, I still live. Even if the music gon' die, I still live. I'm a renaissance man, I'm a holy roller, Bible told you Christian, I was born to make a difference, did I mention, did I mention, did I mention, did I mention, I'm a renaissance man, I'm a holy roller, Bible told you Christian, I was born to make a difference, did I mention, did I mention, did I mention, did I mention, yeah. I'm a renaissance man, I'm a holy roller, Bible told you Christian, I was born to make a difference,